Welcome to Be Alive, a podcast produced by the Diocese of St. Augustine. Join us as we listen to the voices of young people share about faith, prayer, community, and the journey to sainthood. Be engaged. Be inspired. Be empowered. Be alive. Hi, Father Bob. How are you today? I'm great, Liz. How are you? Good, good. Keeping up, getting back into some good rhythms, getting busy again, you know, all the good, exciting things. Uh, very good. Very good. Yeah. Lots, lots of great things to be working on. Oh, for sure. Lots of great things. Everybody's working on. Yeah. And, and I'm so excited that we have a, our, I guess our first returning guest, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. So Marlisa Jevy is with us. Yay. Yes. Hello, Marlisa. Yes. Hello. Hi guys. Hi. Do you I'm want glad to, to be back again. Do you want to reintroduce yourself to, to our listeners? Definitely. So, um, my name is Marlise, like um, Father Bob said. I live in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I work as a mental health therapist over at the, a local hospital here. Mm-hmm. And um, I also sing on the side. I, you know, I do a bunch of different things, a bunch of different mm-hmm. projects. And, and I'm just really glad to be here talking about one of my favorite things <laughs> that I'm very <laughs> passionate about. So definitely. I feel like you guys always come and get me on for the hot topics, but it's cool. I love hot topics. We know you can handle it and you got yes. good things yeah. to say. <laughs> well, they're, they're not just hot topics. They're, they're important topics, right? Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So today we did want to talk about mental health. We know that, um, We've been seeing mental health a little bit more prominently in the news, um, especially with conversations surrounding the Olympics, a few athletes before that, that had Mm -hmm. expressed mental health concerns. Um, And then also just in in light of the pandemic and how we're seeing some mental health um, rises of um, just conditions like depression, anxiety, that kind of thing. We're seeing it become a little bit more predominant. How have you guys seen that um, conversation play out more locally? Um, so yes, the pandemic has skyrocketed a bunch of folks that are now in need of help, but mm-hmm. in a weird way, me, me and my colleagues, and we talk about it, you know, with, with, with COVID, there's some mixed emotions. There are some mm-hmm. things I'm definitely mm-hmm. grateful for with COVID. Mm-hmm. And one of it is that it revealed for a lot of people that they've been struggling with mental health. Mm-hmm. And I think COVID just shown the light on it so we've been having such a a a lot of new patients that we would not have seen that are struggling with anxiety depression tons of substance abuse Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. tons of folks just struggling with like managing day-to-day life right Mm because again day-to-day life was interrupted so folks that tons of parents right that were like Mm -hmm. I used to drop my kid off (laughs) and I would Mm -hmm. have that morning um with myself to go to work Mm-hmm. now recognize that like, oh my gosh, my temper is short. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I don't have any space for myself. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. my my kid's always with me all the time. They <laughs> love their kids, but it's just kind of like, I used to have a built-in time mm-hmm. and now that time is gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we've been having such an increase in need. And I think along with the pandemic, mental health professionals have had such an increase and there's there's also mm-hmm. been a burnout rate, right? Because right. everyone now needs you yeah. in immediacy. Yeah. So it's, it's been a very interesting kind of revelation that we've been seeing. Yeah. It's about- a challenge. I was going to say that seems to be a challenge for a lot of people to realize that they they can't do everything. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think at least speaking for me, like it was that process of recognizing that I have to figure out a way to help folks in a, in a pandemic that there is no manual for, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. like how to create space in your home, Mm -hmm. how to still have, how to do therapy telehealth. Cause Mm -hmm. I work in one of the hospitals that is very rare. We're a program that we never went telehealth and we kind of did it intentionally, right? We, we Mm -hmm. mandated safety. We spread people out. Everyone was Mm -hmm. like, but I think it's because what is disgusting group is so intimate and to do it in such a zoom setting already Mm. disconnects folks. Yeah. So for a lot of folks that have been going to therapy for years, right. A lot of them are like, I don't like talking to my therapist through Zoom because again, my kid's in the back. Like <laughs> right, my right. husband's in the next door, like at work too. So yeah. some folks had to get in their car, like, yeah. like I presently yeah. am, but like some folks <laughs> had to get in their car to do sessions and no, yeah. or just drive around parking lots of Starbucks, right? Well, just like to have you, sessions. Yeah. Like you said, it kind of removed the boundaries that we naturally had between spaces that are good sometimes for supporting our own mental health to have different Mm -hmm. places to do different things. And when that all blended together, it became very vulnerable and very meshed together. And and I, I, I could see that, that there's kind of been that rise. Father Bob, have you seen any of that play out in just conversations in the diocese of just have, have you heard mental health be referenced more as something to be watching out for, or maybe heard it more on the news or anything? Um, well, I think there's a greater sensitivity to it. I think people mm-hmm. are are more aware of it. Mm-hmm. I think what Marlies talked about with, you know, the, the people working from home and no boundaries and mm-hmm. just no ability for leisure time, which we, you know, yeah. the, the, uh, God knows we need that, right? Yeah. So so <laughs> God, God gave us the Sabbath in part for that, yeah. you know, yes, to give glory to God, but but also for our own sake, mm-hmm. you know, to, 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 to be able to take a break from all these things that we can get overwhelmed by otherwise and to take a break and do the things that we really need to be able to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I've, I, I, I've seen it from, uh, from that standpoint that people are more sensitive to it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it that people just haven't, that their boundaries are all blurred. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that, uh, you know, people that didn't have to spend tremendous amounts of time with one another Mm -hmm. Um, suddenly now have to spend tremendous amounts of time with one another (laughs) and in in, in an environment where they feel like they can't get away when they want to. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I see some of that too. Mm. Yeah. Marlies, when when we talk about mental health, you know, it Mm. seems that it's better than it was, um, that people, particularly some of these athletes and, you know, other famous people can come forward and talk about it openly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it still seems there's misunderstandings or stigmas. And one of the things that I, I guess I'll throw this out there as part of the question mm-hmm. that strikes me is that, you know, an athlete struggling with um, COVID, you know, that's treated differently sometimes, you know, or a hamstring injury or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was reminded by a, um, you know, a, a, a very devout Catholic who ran the inpatient services at, um, at the big hospital in Minneapolis, that this is just, it's a different mis- malfunction, if you will, of a different part of our, of our own bodies, mm. but we don't, we, we, we give it a completely different stigma, if you will. Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah. is that still the case you think? 
Unfortunately, yes. Mm-hmm. I I think I think we, which is good before mm-hmm. I say this, I think it is great that we are having more conversations about it. Yeah. I think what I have been seeing in here has been very superficial conversations about it mm-hmm. because because it's kind of like a buzzword, right? Like I always tell my patients, there's buzzwords you hear. You always hear self-care. You always hear um, (laughs) set your boundaries. You always hear toxicity. Mm -hmm. Like if I hear one more person tell me that their boyfriend is narcissistic, I'll be like, (laughs) not all men are narcissistic. Not all women are (laughs) crazy, right? Like it's like these buzzwords that that Mm -hmm. are heard, but Mm -hmm. not really identified to know what it is, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, And it is true, I think, you said it perfectly with athletes right like when you when someone hurts physically mm-hmm. you can see it you you can validate it mm-hmm. you can we have all our senses to be like you can touch that you can like it's all good you can but validate the professional mental- needed for it <laughs> oh that's a good point too right like you can see it like it's gonna impact their career it's gonna impact yes. their school oh my gosh it's yeah. gonna impact our nation and what yeah. number we are and, yeah but and sweating, also that, whatever it, that is. it requires a professional to treat it Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. And, and everyone supports that. Like, yes, go get that person help. Of course. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But when it comes to mental health, mm-hmm. no one sees it. We, yeah. but we do, we see, we see the responses to what's going on internally in people. Yeah. Right. Like someone can internally experience anxiety, but you see it every day. Yeah. And everyone experiences it differently. Some people, when they experience anxiety, they talk really slow and they kind of shut down. Some folks, they talk really, really fast. Some folks get irritated. Mm-hmm. Some folks have anxiety attacks. Some folks have panic attacks. Right. But you, we, you do start to see it. You see it in functioning. Yeah. Are you mm-hmm. able to hang out with people? Are you able to hold a conversation? Are you forgetting things yeah. as your substance abuse increase, right? Especially when it comes to faith, like how's your prayer life? Mm-hmm. Are you talking to God more? Right. Like you, you see it in the way folks are functioning, but sadly it's been so invalidated because it's not something that you can physically treat and see Mm -hmm. that it trickles down systematically. Mm -hmm. So there are people that are in need of mental health, but Mm -hmm. because it's not as important, they may not have the same resources. So as important and wonderful it is that we have athletes and celebrities and, and all of these, like, all the folks and influencers oh, in our world yeah, that are speaking about people. it. Yeah. Right. Like that they're yeah. speaking about it. They're also speaking from a place of privilege, right? Like yes. right. they have access to that yeah. help. But yeah. what about the people that really need it that they can't take off work to do that session right. or yeah. they need a weekend session because they're a mother of three or they're yeah. right. Or, or they're men and especially men like they're men that are, have been told that you don't talk through things you just right. just man up and you just work right like so mm-hmm. yeah. so you have all of these different signals that are very subdued yeah and those are the folks that need to get to therapy yeah yes they have encouragers but like and and that's where the stigma happens and unfortunately mm-hmm. like like your friend probably mentioned to you like when the break happens that's where you see them on inpatient right half right. the people on inpatient are are high functioning folks Right. But it's more the when break they happened. They couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Marlies, have you seen any sort of stigmas or misunderstandings that are there surrounding mental health and faith life specifically? Yes. 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 We have a couple right now, actually. <laughs> um, but um, again, 
I, I think little by little in the church is being talked about. Okay. Um, what, what I see it becoming an issue is what people tell themselves about it. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. so I've had a lot of folks mm. that are like, well, God, God doesn't love me or I'm not a good enough Christian or because of my lack of faith, that's why I have to, but then when you really start listening to their stories, I'm like, nah, you got trauma. You got trauma. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You were raised up in a, in a house of anxiety, right? Like there's so many precursors, Mm -hmm. but I, it's kind of, is a weird notion of like, well, I have to earn my healing. (laughs) It's kind of like that, that story in the Bible where, where Jesus healed the man that was, I believe, blind. And they asked him, well, why did he become blind? Like what sins did his, his mm. um, he right. commit or his, right? Yeah. So I think yeah. a lot of people see it that way of like, oh my gosh, like I'm just not good enough. Mm. And, and I have folks that like kicking butt in therapy, they will not tell people that they're in therapy, which is their right. But I've also had mm. folks that like, need medication like they mm-hmm. need medication and they won't take it because they believe it makes them a really a, it makes them a bad christian mm. or they'll stop taking it when yeah. they're around their church friends or their church community right yeah. and mm-hmm. and is is very much like a is a religious spirit and it's right. an unhealthy yeah. religious spirit yeah. and even meditation i always do meditation with my folks and i've had mm-hmm. folks that are like well that's of the devil and i was like <laughs> David meditated on the word day and night. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like meditation is good for you, right? Yeah. But but things like that is just it's just been very, very saddening to see how m- many think of God as such black and white. Mm-hmm. And they think oh, his yeah. love is so finite, right? Like yeah. God well, doesn't love me because da-da-da. Yeah. Well, and I like how you're sharing that it's not necessarily outwardly enforced stigmas or misunderstandings, but it's something that's kind of happening internally to that person that is going through that, mm-hmm. that it's not necessarily yeah. that someone said to them, well, you should just be praying more, but it's more yeah. something and they told themselves that if I yeah, was and most better, of it, yeah. Yes. And, and, and again, like most of the ones that have been outward is a, in the cases that I've seen has been extreme trauma where they literally have been told that if you say you have depression or anxiety, you're going to hell. Right. And, and, and yeah. And, and this was someone that is like, she's 20. She Mm -hmm. was told that like in her childhood. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. so for, she never got help because she thought she was going to hell. Well, that leads so things like that. That leads right into our next question that we want to talk about. And I think you and father Bob can both answer this just to provide some healing and some clarity to those that might be listening. Are mental health support and faith compatible? Yes, because I, this is, this is what I always say. God loves me unconditionally. Mm. If I am struggling to accept that God loves me unconditionally, Mm. I must work through Mm. that Mm. to reflect Mm. on where along the way I stopped believing that because he Mm. didn't change Mm. his stance on me. (laughs) Mm. I am not accepting his his stance on me, right? Like I am not accepting that. And part, and you need someone to help work you through that mm. because especially to lead you back to God, because all of this is, I must accept that I am worthy of love and belonging because yeah. I already am like, right. Like all of us full stop are already worthy of that. But mm. along the way we are told messages 
that does not align with what with who we are, children of God. Yeah. So I always tell folks, especially Christians that are hesitant toward therapy of someone is helping you guide you on your way to see you the way that God sees you. Mm-hmm. Because if you do not see you the way that God sees you, you will consistently try to earn love from God that you already have. Mm. Like you already got the, the million dollar check. He's got to <laughs> cash it, but you're always earning. Look, Jesus, will you give me a dollar today? He's like, I gave you a million. <laughs> Go <laughs> cash it in. And, and, and that's hard for a lot of people to accept. Mm. And it doesn't mean you're weak and it doesn't mean you don't love him more. And it doesn't mean that you mm. pray less. It means that we have a father and we have a creator that have designed people to be counselors. Mm. It is one of the, is part of the spirit, wonderful yeah. counselor. And he has put that in people to assist those around him. Just like we need doctors, we need mm. therapists. Yeah. And we yeah. must use to, we must learn to utilize that. Mm. Not kind of bully ourselves because we, we can't figure it out on our own. Yeah. Yeah. Father Bob, do you mm. echo the same? Well, yeah, I, I would say two things. Um, one is that, uh, you know, we have to be good stewards of what we've been given. Mm. And we've been given our very selves. And so we have to be good stewards of our very selves in all aspects of our health. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, at some point, we will leave this world because our health will fail in some way, mm. uh, most likely. But, um, you know, we still while we're here, we have to be good stewards of what we've been given mm. in all aspects of our health. And that includes mental health. Mm-hmm. And so we need to take advantage of the resources that we have to do that and not let things not get taken care of because of neglect on our part. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I would say, and I tell people this all the time, I tell this to the people, you know, to our school children all the time, is that you're, you're two things at the same time. You are made in the image and likeness of God. And that's an amazing, very beautiful thing that, that you are made in God's image. And that's very special. And so don't ever, ever fall into despair um, because uh, you would, you know, God loves you beyond all comprehension. Mm. At the same time, we are sinners in need of a savior. And so thanks be to God, we have that savior (laughs) who Mm -hmm. lifts us up every time that we fall. Mm. um, If we allow him to, we have Mm -hmm. that ability to refuse that. uh, Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate that some people do, but that offer, that hand is extended. All we have to do is, is grab hold of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. And I like how you worded it Marlies too, of just, it's not, it's not turning from the church to something else to help you. It's turning to a professional who can help you to clear out whatever's blocking you from hearing what the church and what God has shared with you. It's kind it's about reunifying you to that, not about separating you from that. And I think sometimes that's the fear is that it's turning to something different, but it's not, it's, if you have a good therapist that knows you and knows that faith is important to you. It's about helping you come back to that and helping you to see that, that father Bob so beautifully put like who you are and who God loves, like that it's there, you know? So yeah, I love that. I love that. So like, if I'm just a regular person in a faith community, how can I support those around me as far as when it comes to mental health, not necessarily supporting those who have you know, extreme need of a mental health professional, but more just like 
anybody? How can I support mental health within a faith community? Yeah, the first thing I would say to do is validate, right? Mm -hmm. So validation, simple, very easy definition means that what you are feeling and what you're experiencing is true, valid, and understandable and logical, Mm -hmm. right? It doesn't mean agreement. It just means I see you, I hear you, you matter, right? So validation is so important. So that that may sound like, oh my gosh, like I've been having a really hard time at work and the kids are all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think we have a tendency to want to fix, right? Mm -hmm. But most people just need someone to say, oh my gosh, I hear you. That must be really hard. Mm -hmm. How how have you been handling with that? What do you need from me? Mm -hmm. Especially if they're telling you that, that means they find you safe enough to share whatever piece of that is with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you need from me? Do you need me just to listen to you? Do you need Mm -hmm. me to offer you what has helped me? right? Like, and Mm -hmm. if they say no, learn to not be offended. (laughs) People have the right to not want your suggestions. That that just means they're not ready for it, but at least they know where to go to when they need it. Mm -hmm. So I think, especially in the church, like just validate and and Mm -hmm. allow people to name what is going on with them. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are afraid to name it. Like, oh my gosh, I'm experiencing anxiety. I always tell my patients, you are not your diagnosis. You've been diagnosed with somewhat, with something. Yeah. People that are diagnosed with cancer don't go around saying I'm cancer. <laughs> so I don't know why as mental health folks that struggle with mental health, they're like, I'm anxious. I'm depressed. Like, that's not you. That's not your identity, <laughs> right? Like yeah. Dr. Father Bobby mentioned it. You are made in the image and likeness of God. So you yeah. are not a disease, right? Like, yeah. but yeah. it's learning to say, I experience anxiety. Mm-hmm. I'm experiencing a moment of depression. Yeah. I'm experiencing mood instability. I'm experiencing stress in my relationship. Name what it is because then you're going to attack the problem instead mm-hmm. of clumping yourself mm-hmm. with the problem because yeah. you are a problem. You're experiencing mm-hmm. problems. Mm-hmm. So if people come to you and they say that like, oh my gosh, I'm experiencing relationship stress. Just something as, as simple as basic of that must be really hard. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and I want you to know that I hear you in that. Mm-hmm. What do you need from me? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and that kind of stops people at the track. Cause a lot of us aren't asked what we need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're always told what to do or what has worked. <laughs> so, so to offer that and say like, oh yeah, definitely. I hear you. And I'll allow people to name it, know your feelings like that. That's so powerful because then you can do something about it. Even if it's something small, like if one of you came and said, I'm feeling really stressed today, Mm -hmm. it'll be so impactful to say like, oh my gosh, that must really suck. Tell me what happened. What do you need? Would you like to talk about it? And open space automatically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Told you nothing to do, just open space for you. And now you can and know that you don't owe me anything. Yeah. Right. So I, I, Mm -hmm. that's one thing I would definitely offer learning to validate others' experiences and also learning to validate ourselves, to not always justify it. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Nothing (laughs) is planned. The Mm. fact that we are here is enough, that we're surviving is enough, that we have made it through is enough. You don't need to justify your worth to even yourself. (laughs) Like Mm. you've made it thus far, (laughs) you're still making it. It's enough. And I think validation is a wonderful way to do that. I love that. I'm so glad we had you back as like the first yes. guest in back from this gap because you're even <laughs> just speaking great things to me. And, you know, we, we did have a bit of a break in the show and, and yeah. some of that was that I 
I needed to take a step back and take a little tone down because I was having some fun stuff happening and a good little spike in anxiety. And, you know, Father Bob and Robin at the diocese and Brooks, who helps us with editing, none of them pestered me about it. None of them gave me a hard time. They just were like, oh, we're taking a break. Sounds good. You know, so <laughs> I agree with that, that just validating and giving space. And, you know, that's so much that we do with other things in our church. That's so much of what's built mm-hmm. into a lot of our sacraments. You know, I even think about reconciliation as you're talking that, you know, yeah. there's so much space there of just validation, you know, sometimes in what the priest says back to you and just space to say anything else, you know, uh, do you, you know, and it's not <laughs> yeah. necessarily about fixing it. It's just about, um, you know, taking that and being present. And it, and it does mirror so much of what Christ did. Like, half of every miracle he did was that he noticed the person who needed the miracle. Yeah. And, and that's mm-hmm. always been a really powerful thing for me in scripture is that it's just, he, you know, I think of the woman who touched his cloak, he turned around and was like, who was that? You know? And, it's, yeah. and just seeing her as this woman who was on the street, who was so unseen because she was so hidden, you know, mm-hmm. half of the miracle was just that. And so I think the more yeah. that we can do that in the church, the more we give that space for mental health and stuff like that. Marlise, do you have a challenge to issue our audience? I'm trying to think. Um, I'm going to challenge you guys. If you are experiencing any form of distress, whatever it may be, there's a wonderful app called, this is a plug. It's not an <laughs> ad, but it's a plug, right? It's a wonderful app called Soul Time. It mm. is at the Apple Store. I am not an Android user, so I don't know if it's in y'all store. I hope it is. <laughs> um, but but Soul Time, it is a Christian-based app on meditation. Mm. I challenge you, even if you're experiencing any distress in whatever form, and if you are human and you're living life, you are, right? <laughs> to download it. Like, and it's a small guided meditation, three minutes. Um, there's a personality test you take and it gives you Bible verses based on where you are at that time. Mm-hmm. And it helps you track your mood and they, you can also do meditation. So mm-hmm. I, I want to encourage folks like to definitely do that. So if you're looking for a faith-based counselor, our diocese has a um, Catholic network that is going to be in the show notes. Like, please just look for a counselor and that may take time. Counselors are meant to be mirrors. <laughs> we are mirrors. It is, we are not, we are not going to do your life because you do your life. So please, please, please like click on that. There's no shame in it, but Mm -hmm. start off with just taking time with you and Christ and just breathing. We just Mm got to breathe through it sometimes. So (laughs) that's my challenge. Breathe through it. it. I love it. Great. Very good. Let's close her out in prayer. In the name of the father, the son, Holy spirit. Amen. Lord, we thank you for you are so good. You are the divine physician and wonderful counselor, but we thank you for the gift of those physicians and earthly counselors that you've given us to walk with us through any health issues, including mental health. We ask for courage and encouragement for those who need to take a next step to reach out and seek the help that they need. Please allow all of our eyes to be open, to be those affirming and supportive members of our faith communities for those that may be struggling. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, Marlies, for being with us today. Of course. All right. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you, Marlies. Of course. And thank you to our listeners. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Be Alive. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you are listening to help others find us or share the episode with a friend. 
Be sure to follow the Diocese of St. Augustine on all social media platforms to hear about the wonderful things happening in our community.